It is not easy to detach from people you've had close ties with, but sometimes it's necessary in order to restore your sanity and your peace of mind. little quote leads us into our topic for today, which will be toxic relationships and environments. Mm, That's a good one. All right. You know, I'm ready for that one. I know. I think (laughs) this is something that most people can relate to because if you're not currently in one, you have been. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So let's get into, I guess, the first part of toxic relationships and environments, which is the recognition piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it can kind of be sneaky sometimes you don't even really know you're in a toxic right. relationship until it actually like explodes or you know just yeah. you start experiencing chaos or you try to talk to people about it exactly and then they let you know you're in a toxic right <laughs> right <laughs> you don't even realize yeah it you don't even know it to at someone all. else and they're like and then you're like what yeah like, <laughs> how did how did right. i get here Um, So, yeah, I definitely feel like one of the indicators of a toxic relationship is blame. So Mm -hmm. let's say, and this is kind of pertaining, I guess um, it's pertaining to your relationship Mm -hmm. and maybe like a job environment or whatever. But if you're blaming a person Mm -hmm. um, for your unhappiness, like, well, you you did it this way, you're making me feel this way or you're, you know, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. whatever you're pointing the finger with. Um, I think that that so is a really yeah. Because there's no accountability exactly for there's you no, for you. So it's like and a, what you're feeling. Yeah, so it's like turning shift. the finger back at mm-hmm. you and being like, okay, yeah. well, why am I, or why am I doing this, or mm-hmm. why do I feel this way, or whatever. So I definitely think blame is one of them. Okay. What about you? Well, I definitely feel like, and I can attest for this. Um, having been in a toxic environment, Mm -hmm. I always had the feeling of anxiousness Mm -hmm. and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So whenever I was placed in that environment or even leading up to it, Mm -hmm. like if I had to go to work Mm -hmm. yeah, on Monday, Mm -hmm. Sunday night, I've already, yeah, I already have anxiety. I'm already just uneasy Mm -hmm. on edge because I don't, I don't enjoy the environment anymore, and mm-hmm. it was so much un- unpredictability in it. Mm-hmm. So at that I never point, knew what I was walking into, so that fed into my anxiousness and anxiety because, of course, the environment was toxic. So did you did you know that it was toxic then, or did you just kind of feel like... Did you have those words, I, I, I should say, point, or did you just know that this job is just giving me anxiety or... You yes, know. there was definitely awareness okay. that the job was toxic, mm-hmm. and I did equate those feelings to the environment. So there was okay. that tie-in. I was definitely okay. aware this environment is toxic, mm-hmm. and this is why I'm anxious. Okay. This is why I'm having anxiety mm-hmm. because of it. Got it. But I do believe that, of course, there are some people who may not realize that you may just be feeling anxious right. and having anxiety right. and not tying it into the fact that the relationship that you're in is causing these feelings mm-hmm. or the environment is causing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. 
Um, I also think that, like, just plain unhappiness. Like, if you're just unhappy where you are, if you feel like there's more, if you're starting Mm -hmm. to question that, then there's something, you know, we're not meant to be stagnant. So whenever you're feeling like there's more, you're clearly in a state of stagnation, which is toxic. That's like a a puddle of water just, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. sitting there. And then what comes in, ringworms, all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. So it's like when you feel like there's more, but, you know, you kind of feel stuck. So like your unhappiness level is definitely an indicator yeah, and of, then when you um, become unhappy, and I think sometimes it mirrors the same type of symptoms as depression. Yes, definitely. And depression is sneaky. It is. Yeah, I, I think I've had bouts of depression and, I, and didn't even know it. Right. Like, oh, that was, looking back, like, oh, that was depression. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, those. Yeah, those, I'd say that I'd, I've definitely had been the functioning depressed yeah, person for mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you don't realize it until you go back and think about, I'm no longer doing the things that make me happy. Right. Yeah. And that's probably one of the biggest indicator that, you know, you're depressed. Yeah, you're depressed. Um, things that once made you happy don't even make you happy right. anymore. It's like you become numb or disconnected or uh-huh, just kind of. Disconnected, isolating yep, behavior. Yep. Um, see like sadness, you know, know, I think that's like a different, it's not quite depression. Like you can be sad, but not depressed, but it's a fine line. It is because we'll kind of, you know, sweep it under the rug and say, I'm just feeling a little down, a little bluesy. Yeah. And then that can definitely snowball. Uh If you don't get a handle on it, it definitely will. Yes. So when we want to recognize if we're in a toxic environment, we want to Make well, sure that yeah, you know, I'm all about the the inner work, the yeah. inner healing, the, because <laughs> right. that's where it all is. And I think that toxic relationships or toxic environments really mirror what kind of environment you're mm-hmm. housed in internally. So you're getting into the why. Yeah, I I kind of think that's that, the why. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that help. It's 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 a whole mirror thing. So I definitely feel like it's mm-hmm. a matter of. A lack of self-awareness, a lack mm-hmm. of self-honor, self-respect um, mm-hmm. for your hearts, for what you truly want. You know, sometimes we know how we want to live or we know where we mm-hmm. want to be, but we think that we can't get there or we think that it's never going to happen or it might take too long. You know, all of that stuff plays a part in that lack of it does. respect for yourself. Like, Yeah, but all of that, the lack of honor... Mm-hmm. And awareness is all rooted in fear mm. and doubt. That's true. Yeah. Fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Fear that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Or You don't believe in yourself. Yeah. You don't believe that these things that you aspire to have are actually obtainable. Right. You don't. Right. Exactly. I also think like um, in relationship, those hidden insecurities can breed a toxic environment for yeah, yourself, which is mm-hmm. rooted in fear. So Absolutely. you're you're right. It right. is. It's it fear and comes doubt. down to fear and doubt. Yeah. yeah, fear and doubt will definitely keep you in um, relationships and situations that you know are not healthy for you. Right. Exactly. Um, so if you find yourself in this type of environment or relationships, we would like to explore how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like one way that we can get out of it is, first of all, let's figure out if it's salvageable. Mm, like have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of times when we're in relationships or an environment with a toxic person, Mm -hmm. you may not have ever talked to them about the behaviors they exhibit Mm -hmm. that is toxic to you. Right. Because probably there's no awareness on their part that they are actually toxic or exhibiting toxic behaviors. Right. Okay. So I would say have the conversation with them Mm -hmm. because they may not be aware yeah, of what's going on. But also have an open mind like that they can only meet you where they, where they are, are and then you right. can only meet them where they where are. You so are. have some right. like compassion about it. You know, don't just be trying. I mean, but I know that's hard. Listen, <laughs> right. And as a serial stuffer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I know that I don't blow, but when I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all of that built up. <laughs> right, all of that built up is going to come out. So yeah. you want to be in a positive space. Yeah. When you have the conversation because, again, right. a lot of times people don't know they wronged you. Right. Exactly. So don't walk into it, you know, with yeah. your tech nine. And right. Because it really won't get anywhere. It's like just going to make you <laughs> more pissed off. It is. Or... It is. And then the environment is going to become more toxic. Yeah. Or and then you're going to lose control a... of the conversation. Exactly. And right. then they might turn it on you and make you think that you crazy. Like, right. I know I'm not crazy. I know I'm feeling this way, but they right. might make you think, you know, so I think that. Maybe that compassion thing when you're going into having that conversation is more yeah. for you so that you can have a better control or it's better handle on the conversation um, so that you really can get across what you're... It's always for you because yeah. you've got to own your own feelings. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah. how you move in a situation. It's, it's always yeah. you. Right. Because you are not in control of other people. Right, right. Exactly. So, yeah, I definitely say, first off, just make sure it's salvageable and have the conversation. Okay. Um, I definitely think boundaries Mm, are important, not boundaries. I mean, yes, boundaries for the other person, but really understand your own boundaries. If we're Mm -hmm. talking about there's a lack of self-respect and self-honor within yourself, Mm -hmm. then um, you really need to understand what boundaries you need. Like, am I not speaking up? Am I not Mm -hmm. expressing myself? Am I not, you know, using my voice? Am I afraid I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, all of that stuff. And people can kind of step over all of that. So if you kind of like get strong in your voice and, and really like speak what you want to say, your, your truth, um, I think that would definitely help like what you'll tolerate, what you won't. You know, right, but that's so, what boundaries are for yeah. because boundaries teach people how to treat you. Yeah, they help you protect mm-hmm. your energy, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we do have to be a, a better manager of our energy and where we're using it, where we're spending it, and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So we need those boundaries to where we're not leaking out the energy in the wrong right. places. So. So I always say that, and that's good, because mm-hmm. you do need to have boundaries, because like I said, it teaches people how to treat you, because mm-hmm. the interaction is twofold. There is someone coming into the situation with energy, and then mm-hmm. you're also bringing your energy into the situation as well. Mm-hmm. So when you have your boundaries there, you are teaching the other person that, hey, this is the way that you can move and communicate with me. Mm-hmm. That is safe. Right. And healthy for yeah. me. Right. And whenever you don't vocalize that, whenever you don't bring awareness, when you now notice that someone is kind of stepping outside of your boundary, Mm -hmm. you're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself, but you're also teaching that person that you can be disrespected. Right. Exactly. That you are going to in turn tolerate this type of behavior because 
Well, hey, she's never said anything to me about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I pop off at her. She allows that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can talk to her any kind of way because she's never checked me. Yep. Exactly. No, no, no. That ain't going That's to a big no, no. <laughs> right. right. Because you have to acknowledge now that you are feeding into the toxic environment. Right. Yeah. Anyone who sits on the sidelines, and I've had this experience recently, mm-hmm. anyone who sits on the sidelines and watches another person be toxic to another person, you have now fed that culture. Mm-hmm. I never thought about mm-hmm. it that way. Okay. So you don't get to sit on the sideline and play little Miss or Mr. Innocent. Mm-hmm. Because like you don't you see don't, it. Right, like you don't see it. Okay. You don't vocalize it. You don't bring attention to it. You've co-signed it. So then what do You're you part do? Of the do you talk now. to the do you kinda, you know Girl, excuse me, I thought I silenced my phone. <laughs> it's all right, girl. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, but I'm saying so in that situation, like, are you there to to stick up for the friend or whoever it is? Like how do you you know, like what do you do as opposed to Well, I would say for me, whenever I observe it, but you know I'm a vocal person, so mm-hmm. If I observe that behavior, I may pull you to the side, depending okay. on my feeling, because sometimes I'll just right, present right, it right then, right. There, <laughs> right then and there. But if it's okay, say if it's work, it's a professional environment. Mm-hmm. If something has made me uncomfortable with your interaction, the mm-hmm. toxic person, okay, I will pull you to the side and say something to you. Like, mm-hmm. You know, that really wasn't cool that you yeah. talked to her like that. Like, there was a better way that you could have. Mm-hmm presented that mm-hmm. I by no means because I'm so protective of my energy and my space am I going to allow you to just yeah you venom but what about the one like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that so no. what would you say to the one who is in a work environment mm-hmm. because I know that you will pull whoever aside sure your will. boss your boss's boss mm-hmm. anybody I sure will whoever mm-hmm. what about <laughs> the one who is a little afraid or timid because my paycheck is coming. This is my place of work. You know what I'm saying? How does that person? I get that. You know, not let it mm. just. That's a that's a tough <laughs> one. T. That's a tough one. It's like, um, I, you know, wow. That's it's hard to stand on the side of right when there are so many different components into you voicing your opinion mm-hmm. okay you realize that you may have to face some backlash for that mm-hmm. you may stand up for a person and it might cost you your job yeah but you'll probably you'll feel way better you know right for doing so i just believe that if you are standing on the side of right and you're doing what you know to be the right thing you'll be okay you're gonna be fine yeah mm-hmm. but yes that is a real thing people mm-hmm. in the workplace will not speak up yeah about fear out again, fear, again, again right. and that leads into the, just the lack of respect for self. Exactly. So yeah, mm-hmm. so I I can only speak for what I would do, and I have done that. I've walked away from a toxic environment because of that to, to protect yourself, to protect myself, mm-hmm. not just sit in and it protect or... my energy, right? And to know that okay, I'm gonna walk away from this, but regardless, <laughs> right? I can't yeah. stay in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is difficult for people who, yeah. you know, are fearful of the backlash. Yeah. I might lose my job and I mm-hmm. can. I've got bills to pay, kids to take care of, right. you know, all of these things. Right. And I do know that it's a factor yeah. in why this culture yeah. continues in workplaces because it's fear. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to speak up right. because of retaliation. I want to rock the boat. You I don't want to be on good. my boss's bad side. <laughs> I don't want to be on the chopping yeah. block. Mm-hmm. 
But if you don't speak up, you have to now acknowledge that you're part you're of the problem yourself. because you're not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. And that just breeds you're more toxicity right. within you. So Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. That's not healthy. It's not <laughs> healthy at all. I definitely feel like if you can't change the situation, get out. Yeah. Just get as out. Soon as possible. <laughs> Journal your way out. <laughs> right. I don't know what you gotta do. Pray your way out. Right. Um, call on the ancestors. Something. Just ask for some divine intervention. I mean, right. <laughs> you've got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't realize how that plays out in your life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Until I walked away, and then people were just like, "Well, girl, you look good." I'm like, well, "Damn, what did I look like?" I know. <laughs> like, dang, what you? What, what did I look I like? Know, I know. <laughs> I know. I remember when I was uh, when I had got out of a toxic situation, and I went somewhere, but I had a picture, and I sent it to my mom. She's like, "You look so happy," and I'm like, "Well, how did I look right. before?" So I started going back to my old pictures, looking oh, at the and smile, because yeah. you really can tell a lot mm-hmm. about a smile. Yes, you can. And I was like, "Dang, like my smile is bigger now. It's brighter. It looks like it what it was beforehand. You know, when right. I was younger." And I was like, "Wow, you just really, you know, don't. It's a weight. You don't know. It's a weight. <laughs> but yeah, it you is don't a even realize is... you're carrying. Yeah, mm-hmm. until you let it go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah." didn't even realize it but yeah yeah so um i guess we'll wrap up by just recapping Mm -hmm. so if you find yourself in a toxic relationship or environment one let's recognize it Mm -hmm. and then um definitely analyze your fear like question why you know the the fear part of it What, Mm -hmm. what am i afraid of like what am I afraid of losing? What am I afraid of letting go? Because um, that is a direct relation, in direct relation to the honor and the respect for self. Um, right. Definitely set those boundaries. Absolutely <laughs> set those boundaries. Yes. And um, if you feel like it's not something that you can salvage mm-hmm. and it's costing you your peace, because yeah. anything that costs you your peace is too expensive. Exactly. Let it go. Peace is the goal over everything. Everything. Over money, over over everything, over every a house, yes. a car. <laughs> That's right. All of those reasons yes. that we give ourselves to stay in right. a situation. Yes. No. If we, you don't even have your own whole peace of mind, we're going after peace. Right. <laughs> what good are these material things that exactly. you are suffering to keep? Right. You can be toxic with money, toxic with exactly all of that. A man. All of it. Your dream car. <laughs> right. Whatever. So whatever that may be. Yeah. So then if you can't salvage the situation, walk away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's our tips for today. Yeah. I hope it spoke to your soul. Yeah. And I hope it helps someone who is currently in this situation and battling because we are very passionate about ensuring that people are healthy, happy, and thriving mentally, spiritually, physically. Yes. And you can't do that. Yes, yes. Emotionally. And you can't do that when you have things weighing you down, such as toxic people and environment. So hit us up and let us know what you think. Most definitely. We are on Instagram. You can find us at the vibrant souls with a Z and um, you can email us at the vibrant souls at gmail.com. All right, y'all. Until next time, people, always peace, love, and light. Bye. Bye.